0: Welcome to SMB Matters. I'm Rachel Slavchinski, Senior Benefits Communication Specialist for Trinet. This podcast series takes a close look at the latest news and trends on a variety of topics related to running a successful small and medium-sized business. May is Mental Health Awareness Month, and today I will try to connect the dots between mental health and the workplace. I will also discuss simple strategies that can positively impact the mental health of you and your employees. We will be covering a general approach for how to help your employees with their overall mental health. For specific employees with mental health concerns, there may be applicable federal, state, and local laws, such as the Americans with Disabilities Act and the Family and Medical Leave Act that require you to take certain steps to address your employees' mental health conditions and also to put policies in place for all of your employees. Data from the Centers for Disease Control indicate that the U.S. is currently in a mental health crisis. According to the National Alliance on Mental Illness, 20% of the population reports mental illness each year, putting these individuals at risk for increased cardiovascular disease, metabolic disease, as well as substance use disorders. By these stats, 1 in 5 employees might be suffering from a mental illness. On the human side, employers want their employees to be well, both physically and mentally. Viewing the statistic through a business lens, mental illness can negatively affect productivity, company approval, and morale. In addition, mental health is a significant driver of healthcare costs, which can ultimately impact an organization's bottom line. In the post-COVID crisis world, employees expect mental health to be addressed. It demonstrates that their company cares about them beyond what they can do for the business. This is becoming a vital part of employee retention and recruitment. Now that we have the why established, let's dig into what you can do about it. Step one Name the issue. Whether it's work stress, a need for work life boundaries, or something else, a solution can only be implemented if the problem is named. Remember, You don't have to address everything all at once. Try picking one or two opportunities to implement change. Observe what is impactful and what resonates with your employees, then continue to expand your offerings as you're able. This small steps approach is behavior change 101. You don't have to solve everything today, you just have to begin. Step two, identify what you, as the employer, have control over. Where can you make a difference in the problem you named? If the problem is that people are working 24-7, causing stress and anxiety, can you implement a policy that limits work hours? What if you held a company-wide 10-minute weekly meditation or brought a speaker in to talk about strategies for setting boundaries and stress management? Put on your brainstorming hat and get creative. Step three, turn to the professionals you are not expected to act as a mental health expert or professional. Luckily, there are a wealth of mental health resources available so that you don't have to. Employee Assistance Programs, EAP, the Center for Disease Control, and the American Foundation for Suicide Prevention are a few places where you can begin your research. The EAP also has a self-service option where employees can log in and peruse articles on everything from heart health, to how to heat and cool your home for less. While on the surface, these may not seem like mental health subjects, they certainly have an impact on an employee's state of mind and stress level. If you have not already, consider implementing an employee assistance program within your business. Step four, put the policies in place. Make sure your employees know that you are protected if they come to you with a mental health issue or point out a work concern that may be causing stress. Policies against retaliation and those assuring 100% confidentiality to the greatest possible extent can help employees feel comfortable when coming to you. Other policies, like limiting meeting times and offering self care opportunities and the time to take them, can help show employees that you are walking the walk and not just talking the talk. It is one thing to say that mental health is important to you, it is another thing entirely to lead by example. Step five. Rinse, repeat. This is the simplest, but one of the most important steps. Mental health is not a one and done conversation. It is ongoing and should occur throughout the year. Through an open dialogue, you can begin to tear down the stigma that surrounds mental health. Give your employees the freedom they need to get the support they need. And remember small change can have big impact. Thanks for listening to SMB Matters. If you enjoyed this show, please leave a review on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you listen to your podcasts. And please share it with a colleague or make sure to subscribe to our newsletter at trinet.com insights. Also, we'd love to hear from you. So please feel free to drop us a line at smbmatters at trinet.com. SMB Matters by Trinet is committed to providing small and medium-sized businesses with timely and relevant insights. This podcast is for educational purposes only. With decades of experience supporting small and medium-sized businesses, Trinet has unique insight into HR best practices for businesses. Trinet does not provide legal, tax, or accounting advice. The materials in this podcast and the options and opinions expressed herein may not apply to your company or scenario, so you should consult with your own advisors on how best to proceed. Reproduction in part or in whole is not permitted without express written authorization from Trinet.